hearing a great ghost story. The new season of Hotel Paranormal delivers some of the most credible and chilling stories you'll ever hear. Check in to a new season of Hotel Paranormal, only on TNE. And yes, thank you everybody for checking in here with us here today on Haunting Live Podcast. Uh, this is a special podcast for us. We're very honored to be here today to talk about Hotel Paranormal and their second season launching very soon on TNE. And uh, as we are now officially underneath TNA's media presence, we are very honored to have our special guest here today to talk a little bit about that and what's going on. And um, thank you guys also for being here and for following us on social media on our Facebook page. We are live as well. Uh, you can also watch it later on. You can also find us on YouTube as well as the podcast apps. But today we do have a very special guest and we are honored to have her on. Uh, Deborah will be joining us to talk about what she does as a medium and how she's involved in with the show uh, Hotel Paranormal. So let's bring on Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Hi. Thanks uh, for being here and uh, talking to us today about the uh, new season of Hotel Paranormal. Great. Well, uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yes. What do you want to first? Uh, well, first of all, we'd like to talk to you a little bit today about uh, yourself as a medium to start with. Um, how did you get involved in the paranormal field and what drew you into mediumship? It's been a long journey. Of, uh, you know, like a lot of uh, psychics and a lot of psychic mediums, you begin your career unofficially at a very early age. So uh, from, I don't know, age four or five, I started to see things, tune into spirit world, know things that maybe I shouldn't have known. And when you're younger, I find that everybody, you know, treats it as an amusing oddity. They don't really take it that seriously. But as I got older, uh, the ability seemed to get stronger. And um, one thing just led to another. I wasn't planning on being a psychic medium for a career, but I used to run a little bookshop on Queen Street West in Toronto, and uh, people liked to come and speak to me about their problems, about uh, deceased loved ones, and I always seemed to know things. And uh, one day, I just went on a radio station to speak about the store, and somebody phoned in one of my customers and said, get her to do readings on air. She is a psychic medium. And I was just on the spot asked to do that with no warning. And yeah, it was pretty incredible because when I got back to the store, there was a little bit of a lineup <laughs> for readings. So yeah, I didn't know what to do. I just, I don't know. It just happened. It was kind of crazy, but that's how, that's how I started. So yeah, just throw it into the deep end. 
Well, that's sort of a great way to do it, just to get jump right in if you have those yeah. abilities. Did you have yeah. any abilities when you were growing up as a child or anything that you kind of experienced that kind of drew you to that? Well, I was in touch with the spirit world from a very early age. And it, when you're young, again, it, it, you're not really dividing spirit world from, you know, where we, our world, where we live. So I always had my invisible friends and um, saw, you know, for example, relatives and knew things about relatives that I shouldn't have known because I wasn't around when they were. Um, so a lot of my uh, experiences just came through like that. And again, you know, as a child, it's not discouraged. You're, you're not, you're, you're not told to stop doing that. But as you get older, it, people get a bit concerned about, you know, what exactly you're doing and who exactly you're speaking to. So it just, it sort of happened, but for a lot of kids, it, it does. A lot of kids have the ability. They just shut it off. They're told to shut it off as they get older. They are. And that's kind of unfortunate because if you have those abilities, I feel as a paranormal person that those should be kind of um, pushed and encouraged for children to be able to grow into those abilities and use them naturally. Right. So, um, yeah. Did you have any experiences growing up when you were having these abilities to see or communicate with spirit or was there one experience that really stood out to you? Yeah, there was one bad one. And um, this happened in my teens. There was one pretty uh, scary situation where I was in contact with some being, uh, some would refer to it as an entity, pretty malevolent. And there was a lot of unusual activity happening uh, around me. And it got so bad that... Uh, had to reach out to other spiritual practitioners uh, for help. Fortunately, this thing just disappeared one day, but that was one scary, scary situation. So people often wonder, you know, am I scared when I'm communicating with the spirit world? Am I scared when I'm dealing with an, a malevolent uh, energy or malevolent spirit? Sure. I mean, I'm, who do you think they're going to bother if, uh, if, you know, if we're all in a room, who do you think they're going to speak to or, uh, you know, attack or, you know, have, have, have words with. So, uh, yeah, I get scared just like everybody else. I'll, I'll scream the loudest, actually. <laughs> it's really scary. But this particular situation is not something that I would want to encounter again but um hopefully fingers crossed that uh, this isn't going to be a problem for me one time was enough yeah definitely um have you learned to control those abilities like your clear audience abilities and stuff like that have you learned to sort of expect things nowadays when you're dealing with spirit you learn if you're going to do this for a living you learn how to dial it down. It doesn't, it doesn't go away. I mean, it's in the background, even as we're speaking now, I'm tuning into things, but you learn how to just turn the volume down. If you can't turn the volume down, you're not going to be able to function. So that's fortunately what happens to a lot of people that are very in tune and they can't dial down. They just, they, you know, they snap, they lose it. So you have to, you have to be able to manage that. Now that's just something everybody has their own way of, of dealing with it. But, uh, the spirit world, you know, it is is there. It coexists with us. It's a parallel world, and there's constant 
communication. If you tune in, you're going to hear stuff. If you tune in, you're going to see stuff. If you tune in, you're going to, you're going to experience things. And you have to learn how to navigate the both worlds. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult for you, right? Yes, that's very true. And shutting it off is a lot harder for some mediums to do if they don't have that experience. Um, what would be one thing that you would say to people that might be having experiences, especially nowadays with a lot of people staying at home more, they're more in their environment, and they might be notice noticing things more um, that they wouldn't normally notice, um, say they're having experiences, like they're hearing voices or something. What would you say to somebody that's having those experiences? Well... In some cases, unfortunately, it does require, you know, some uh, intervention if it's getting a little bit too serious and you can't cope and you can't manage. I mean, maybe you do have to speak to somebody like a medical practitioner, but putting that aside, just generally speaking, tuning into the spirit world and having fewer distractions. That's what's happened with this whole COVID situation. We've had uh, fewer distractions. You're right. We've been at home. And we've had a lot more quiet time. So for people starting to notice like, hey, you know, there, there, there are other things going on. And for people who've started to listen, um, well, you don't have to be scared. It's just something that's going on. It's just something that you're finally paying attention to. I guess the, the advice is to decide how, how much you want to uh, – pay attention to? How much do you want to um, focus on that? That's your decision. You can decide, I'm going to tune it out. So that's the way that you can certainly manage that. But if you're feeling overwhelmed and scared, I mean, go, you know, speak to people, get some support. But um, it's not unnatural, you know, it's not unnatural to tune into the spirit world. It is the natural ability we all have we coexist with another world yeah for sure and i think we have those experiences almost on a daily basis sometimes and if you're not in tune with that if you're not a medium if you don't know you have these abilities it can be kind of scary for some people too right yeah and some people are seeking it out they're using tools like we you know I often get asked about the ouija board you know is that it is that a tool to contact the other side sure it is the ability to do things like automatic writing. You know, we've all tried that. Just put a pen in your hand and don't think, just start writing. That's the same uh, process as using a Ouija board. You're, you're getting out of the way, basically. You're getting out of the way and allowing things to filter in. Does it draw malevolent demonic entities? No, not necessarily. But there is a lot of weird stuff out there. And you have to be uh, selective. If something comes in and you don't want to communicate, just ask it to, to go. But some, some spirits, as we know, don't want to leave. And some buildings, and especially hotels, haunted. and that's an interesting dilemma, isn't it? So it is a lot of people actually go to hotels for the purpose of which is our topic here today, which is promoting your show that you're helping out with, which is Hotel Paranormal Season 2 coming out very soon. So um, what kind of research have you done into that, into finding out about people's experiences at the hotels? Have you been able to find interesting things out? or? 
Well, a lot of people, like you've already alluded to, go out of their way. It's it's quite popular, isn't it? Like uh, paranormal uh, tourism. Uh, there are a lot of hotels that are badly haunted, terribly. And uh, the hotel is is interesting. It's like its own world, right? So uh, the hotel is a is a fantastic place if you want to get in touch with the spirit world and uh, check into a, a haunted hotel because yeah, this there there's some pretty intense hauntings uh, going on. The whole hotel is interesting. It's it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for for a world. It's a world into its own. And people often ask me, well, why don't they leave? And why are, why are hotels notoriously haunted? Like, what, why hotels? Well, it, there's, a, there's a lot going on in a hotel. Not only a lot of people, a lot of emotions. And you're not really regulated there. There's some rules in the hotel. But it is often a place where people just, you know, let it all hang out. It's, it's uh, there's a high emotional register, isn't there, in a hotel? So the the fact that some spirits are trapped there uh, and don't want to leave is a reflection of all the emotional energy and all the activity. It's 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 a very fascinating uh, place, a hotel, and it's a place where a spirit uh, definitely is going to be able to communicate with somebody, chances are. Uh, and it's a nice place for them sometimes to stay and sometimes not if they're trapped from some unfortunate incident when they departed us. So uh, interesting, though. There's, uh, there's definitely, we have our fair share in Canada of a lot of really profoundly haunted hotels. So uh, interesting interesting country well that's just it hotels are a resting place almost right it's a resting place for the living to go to while they're traveling through somewhere or it's just a place to stay at while they're checking out another location like a different city um but for the spirits that are there i think it's a place that they're almost trapped when they pass away so why do you think some of them are actually trapped there though well again it's like a world you know the hotel is like a world so um, and and if a, if a spirit doesn't know where to go when they cross, it, they may feel that by hanging around a hotel, like it's it's maybe they're going to get help. They're going to interact with someone that can that can help them. But the energy in a hotel, there's so many people there and so many different energies and and things that you bring. You know, it's all out there. Everything that we say and we do and we feel, it's all out there. It never goes away. So a hotel is a, a really highly charged place for a spirit to stick around. True. A spirit can actually be attracted to our energy as well. So I guess they may just be looking for the same thing as any other location is somebody to communicate with right so and mm -hmm. if you have mediumship abilities and you don't know it you may be talking to a spirit whether you realize it or not so oh yeah oh yeah so, so a yeah. lot of people bring things with them as well you know it doesn't actually have to happen in the hotel i mean there's a lot of really strange things that go on in a hotel but a lot of people actually bring a spirit with them and it there as well so that i don't know if anyone out there has had that experience interacting with somebody and then all of a sudden like wow right like there's you know something in your place 
that can happen too. So you can't control in your home, more or less you can control who's coming in, who's visiting, right? So if somebody has like a bad vibe or bad energy, maybe you're not going to invite them over, but in a hotel, right? Free for all. So you can't control what's going on there spiritually, not at all. Yeah, no, there's so much energy going in and out. You don't know what's going on, and the spirit probably does not either. So, especially if they're a traumatic death in a hotel or something, they're probably stuck there wondering what's going on. But um, for the series now, I'd like to jump onto that topic for a minute and talk a little bit about your involvement. So, what was your role in doing research for the new series? Uh, what was your role? Well, I've been asked things about people's general interest in psychics, mediumship, uh, Ouija board, you know, and, and we found when we did a statistical survey that is quite high in uh, Canada, it's quite high. There's a very high interest. Some people would think, oh, you know, it's passe and it's old fashioned, but I, I, I think it's getting more heightened and the statistics are proving that. I mean, we, we found that People are using Ouija boards. They're still consulting psychics, consulting psychic mediums. So the belief in the spirit world actually is at an all-time high now, which is uh, which was very surprising. Very, I was pleasantly surprised to see the stats on that. Yeah, I think I would too, because like all these shows that are on TV, I think it's just fueling um, the interest even more now. But I think also it's flipping the other side as well. A lot of people used to be kind of scared of the paranormal, but now more people are being open to it. Like you said, going to mediums, trying to get readings done for themselves and um, trying to actually communicate with spirit. So I think that is becoming a positive thing too. Well, if we accept this world as being a reality, maybe we can all learn better communication skills with each other here. If learn how to listen to the spirit world, maybe we'll also have better listening skills here and get along better. I mean, there is so much going on again in this parallel world and a lot of us are tuning into it and a lot of people are getting upset by it or unnerved by it. Um, you know, some are elated by being connected with it, but it, we, we have neighbors. We are living with these spirits. So we have to get along with them if they're, especially if they're trapped and we have to get along with each other. The, you know, going back to the, the idea, the metaphor of the hotel and all the things that are going on there and some of the behaviors, you know, unacceptable. There's a lot of tragedies that occur in hotels. It seems to be a place where a lot of people depart uh, in a very un unhappy way. I, I don't know if people are choosing to, to go there to, to exit, but this, this idea that we could better manage uh, the way that we deal with each other the hotel as a metaphor for the way that we all interact with each other is something that we can pay closer attention to it's heightened because it's a smaller world there but um and certainly some of the spirits and this is where you come in need our help need help uh leaving need help moving on and 
sometimes uh, we need information on what exactly is going on with that haunting so we can better manage. Not all spirits go, you know, some are happy to stay, and that's okay. That's their choice. But some are certainly not, as you know, happy to be trapped. And um, that's where, I guess, people like you come in with the investigation and and people like me with the communication. Yeah, totally, for sure. Um, a lot of times the spirit don't know they're still there, so they can't pass on until they communicate with somebody. And a lot of times that's all they need is just that one chance to say, hey, I'm still here, and you acknowledge that, then they can cross over. So. Mm-hmm. They want the acknowledgement, and mm-hmm. sure. So have you done any other research into hotels for the series and specifically? Like, I know you guys had a poll out recently saying certain stats about um, certain people having experience in hotels. Like you were just mentioning that they were a lot more than you were expecting. Um, What else can you tell us about that research that you've done? Well, the surprising thing is that people are actively interested in learning how to communicate That was a big surprise. Uh, Of course, a lot of people are interested in psychic ability, but actually taking the initiative to uh, hold seances, that that was a big surprise, that people are doing that. Again, you think that's an old-fashioned idea, but a lot of people are actively getting involved. They want to know how to do it themselves and, and how to reach out. I think that's nice that we're all becoming a little more proficient in communicating with the spirit world. So my involvement with the show is um, more of, you know, an external party. I'm not on the show, but we are working with these uh, statistics and findings and learning about what people uh, or how involved they want to get with the spirit world, which is pretty actively involved. They don't, it's not just a passive thing anymore where you're going to a psychic, a lot of, a lot of people really want to get together. The seance thing kind of blew my mind that people still doing that, you know, getting together and yeah, trying to trying to reach out. It's fantastic. Um, from the research, how often do you find people are doing that? Is it a common thing, like a daily thing, or is it like they get together once a month to do it? Did that did that come out in the research at all? It didn't come out, but you know, it did come out that millennials, the younger generation, are quite interested in these activities so they have not completely lost touch right they really they really have well that used to be like you were saying kind of like an old-fashioned thing it was a pastime in the 1800s and stuff that people would use that as the party favor right they'd use that to entertain guests that come over they would try to communicate with people that passed over but yeah it's still being done today in fact, uh, here at Haunting Live, we do um, have a location that we investigate in Stratford, Ontario, called the Queen's Inn Hotel. And there we do our investigations, obviously, and communicate with spirit. But we have had seances there, too. We've had one a couple years ago, and we have another one coming up at an event we have for October this year. So we're looking okay. forward to doing that, too. Great, great. So with the uh, hotel and the investigation of a hotel that's a that's a real uh, interesting niche and a lot of uh, investigators focus on things uh, like that is that something that you want to do more of uh, in the future 
Oh, yes, for sure. Uh, during COVID, we kind of stopped that because we can't get out to locations, obviously. And that was the uh, birth of Haunting Life Podcast, was doing a show from home, communicating with more people, like-minded people like yourself. And uh, because um, there's a lot of mediums, there's a lot of different areas in the paranormal field, but they all do things in the same field, but just different ways. And that's what we kind of want to showcase here at Haunting Lives. So. I expect season two will be very popular. The locations uh, that are featured in season two, Hotel Paranormal, will be very exciting. I don't think there are going to be locations you're uh, investigating yet, but um, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe they'll come out to some of your places uh, in the near future. That would be awesome. We would definitely welcome them openly to our locations. Uh, we've been across Ontario, so we have quite a few places we have been to. So. Um, just before we do let you go here today, um, Deborah, and thank you for taking your time out and joining us here on this afternoon for this special podcast here. Um, do you want to let anybody know that you've been doing during COVID? Have you been working on any, any special projects or anything that you'd like to talk about besides sure. the Hotel Paranormal? Yeah, I I continue doing my medium work, you know, by Zoom and, and uh, telephone work, obviously. And there wasn't a lot of in-person activity going on i am i'm working on a, a, a book series and i connect with uh, uh, interesting spirits and beings who give a retelling of our history uh quite fascinating i, I wouldn't mind mentioning the the series if if i could um the series is called dramas and uh, bohemius so that's a, a tw- 12 volume book series that, uh, that I'm involved in. And that touches upon the paranormal, the supernatural, aliens, uh, you name it. So and that, that's a lot of fun. That's, uh, that's my, my pet project right now. Well, definitely those topics are becoming more popular too. Like aliens has just exploded, um, I think in 20 and 21 here recently with uh, the government obviously releasing certain videos lately and stuff like that. So I think that culture is actually getting a lot more as well. So definitely a good time to be getting into that topic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Bring it on. Supernatural and paranormal is bigger than ever. And there was there was a time not too long ago that I was wondering if there was still going to be an interest in uh, doing uh, haunted research and doing the paranormal investigations. It just seemed like uh, it, you know, it exploded, and I wondered, like, is this going to is the momentum going to continue? But apparently, it is. So, yeah, everyone should check out Hotel Paranormal season two, and it's beginning soon in July. Yeah, definitely check it out. I think, like you said, it's going to be nothing but uh, full steam ahead for the paranormal field, um, especially nowadays with COVID. I mean, there's not a lot to do, so it's a topic that people are getting more and more into. So I think it's just helped the uh, cause a lot. So thank you, Deborah, so much for taking time out. And yes, definitely, everybody, uh, go and check out the new season of Hotel Paranormal Season 2 coming to TNE and like Deborah said there's going to be a lot of interesting new stories coming out uh, through the research that they've done so um, thank you Deborah for being here today. Hey thank you I had fun. Yeah me too thank you very much and uh, welcome back anytime here to Haunted Live. 
And uh, that was Deborah from Hotel Paranormal. We want to thank her so much for taking time out today and being here with us on this special podcast. Uh, we are now underneath T&E. For those that don't know yet, uh, we are officially under their media presence and we'll be having guests from different shows on uh, from time to time. So uh, today was our very first guest from T&E and thank you very much. And everybody, go check out the new season starting on July 2nd on TNE Hotel Paranormal. Uh, yes, it's the one that is a show that's on TNE and it is narrated by Dan Aykroyd, if you're interested in that as well. Another person that's very deep into the paranormal, so he's awesome on that show. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to check out our regular weekly podcast, which is coming up this Sunday. We have another guest medium on as well on Sunday. So this week you get a double podcast week again. So thank you everybody for tuning in. And we'll see you guys later on on Sunday for the next show. So thank you guys and have a great rest of your day. Everyone enjoys hearing a great ghost story. The new season of Hotel Paranormal delivers some of the most credible and chilling stories you'll ever hear. Check in to a new season of Hotel Paranormal, only on TNE.